70s, the clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at the... Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s, the clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say... You there. I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. or the stone pudding or something, I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all of this stuff. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. By your powers combined. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Your soul is mine. Riddle me this. Why so serious? Always winterize your pipes. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you.
but there could be more to the case than meets the eye. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. You seem to be well grounded in the case of But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Always winterize your pants. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. So I'll go in there every now and then and he'll just sit around and 
Hey, we're live, we're live, we're live, Lord. Oh, sorry. No, you're good, you're good, you're good, good, good. Just got added the intro. Hey, what's going on, guys? So, so we're here uh, for uh, episode. Uh, y'all were y'all were talking. I, hey, it wasn't recorded. Y'all were talking while the intro was going. So luckily, I didn't have y'all your audio on there. Y'all are good. Y'all, I heard y'all. It would only, it would only been about guitars. So you good? It's about guitars. So it's pretty badass. So. Yeah, I kept hearing y'all. Like, all right, y'all. But this loud ass intro was in my other ear, so I couldn't hear y'all. But anyway, episode two, Otaku Jump podcast. Uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Also, we're available on uh, audio formats, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Anchor. Shout out to the audio people, uh, audio uh, players out there, I guess, uh, who played our episode from uh, two weeks ago. You guys definitely, uh, I saw a lot of plays on there, so I appreciate that. Um, but yep, we're definitely in there. Also, um, quick reminder if you want us to cover something, definitely email me at sulfur at gmail.com. If you article or something or anything you want us to cover, just let us know. Look at it. Um, let me quickly do these intros and then we'll talk about these poll results we got from the last two couple of polls on. Yeah, let's do some quick intros. Go ahead, Omega. Yo, what's up? So Mega Dreads in here. <clears throat> Let's get it. Okay. All right. Uh, Lawrence. Well, as you can see by my avatar and my jacket, fair play all the time. Ah, fair play, huh? Okay. Uh, next, uh, Swift. Yo. No intro needed. Unplugged. All right. Next, uh, Adias. What's good, everybody? Uh, speaking to the king of the Great Lakes, Adizas himself. You're in tune for a great show. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> all right. King Summer. All right. All right. So yeah. we had yeah, a we're couple. We're all feeling good. Great Lakes. We had a um, couple of polls. Uh, so the best anime of 2021. Uh, we had uh, Ensei Jopless Reincarnation with 11%. One Piece. 14%, Boruto won, 50% of the votes. Torco um, Revengers got 9%, and Rankings of Kings got 16%. I was going to put My Hero Academia on there, but, you know, I just wanted to mix it up. And that was a total of 64 votes. Boruto won. I guess I'm not... kind of surprised that One Piece was only 14%, though. I thought that would have been higher. I was shocked by that. I guess Boruto did have some big moments. Maybe that's why 50% of Next up, we had um, this one. We had 72 votes total. What was the best manga of this year? We had Tokyo Revengers with 15%. Uh, Chainsaw Man won with 33%. Yutsu Kaisen, 10%. My Hero Academia, 15%. Human Slayer at 26%. That was 72 votes. That was, um, I guess we have more manga wow. readers on the Nerd Pill than Anime watch. If you have more manga, yeah. So Chainsaw Man. I'm, I'm glad I added that on there because I wanted to see what people would um, think. I'm glad to see that. So those are our results uh, for those polls. We'll have another one next weekend, and we'll cover that on the episode. Uh, so let's go ahead and start <clears throat> uh, with uh, you, uh, Adias. I think your article is... Uh, I want to really kind of see what your thoughts are on Manga publishers, one that you grab. You can go ahead and start this one. Sure, can. Uh, so 
this one right here. This is a very recent uh, finding here. Uh, manga publishers are essentially on the hunt to identify all the pirate site owners, especially the more the bigger ones. Um, this is Shueisha, uh, Kodansha, Katawaka, and pretty much uh, they've been coming across a batch of these in their collective crosshairs, and they're even asking U.S. court U.S. courts to help them obtain the identities of the operators behind these sites. Uh, a lot of these are pulling in a few million visits per month, and and just two domains are pulling in two hundred million a month themselves. Two hundred ninety, excuse me. And um, you know, manga publishers are decided to aggressively pursue these these sites, and um, because what they're finding is there's a domino effect. So what they want to set up is they want to find the pirate site owners. Find who operates it, take them to court, and have everything collapse from there. Because if you take out the ones in control, everything else falls like dominoes. And this will help restore manga sales in the future, I think, if they can go through with this. Um, I'm of the opinion that um, if you really support something, or if you're a fan of something, it's best to support it. Because a lot of these sites are getting a lot of traffic. I personally don't use these sites. I do my best to use... Um, you know, Funimation or what have you to watch anime. But I also go to bookstores to read the manga. I, I seek to do that, um, but I have used these before. So I understand the appeal because you have everything at your fingertips. But obviously we would know, you know, how this affects the economy for a manga company, especially with them wanting to bring comic books back. That's pretty much how I feel. They're just taking drastic measures to protect their IPs. This sounds kind of familiar to um, what they're doing with you know the anime sites. You know all these anime sites where you can watch fan subs. Sometimes the websites will get taken down, and then they'll bring up another one. I know uh, what was it like last year or so? Anime Casa was a big deal, and that one shut down. And maybe there's a new one that came. I know uh, with some people not wanting to do descriptions to Crunchyroll or your Funimation, you know there's a lot of options that a lot of people are doing besides those main sites. So. I guess that's kind of the same realm within this one with manga, because there are, like you said, there are a lot of sites out there that do uh, produce um, a lot of these different ways to read manga. And, you know, just like with the webtoons, webtoons, for instance, sometimes they'll say, hey, just donate a couple of dollars and, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You could read this and just donate like three or four dollars. So um, interesting. Good uh, article, though. I think it's going to be tricky, though. How do you because, you know, is, this is the Internet. So, right. Um, how do you control that? Um, that's going to be a really uh, challenge. And but they are controlling it, you know, like via YouTube, right? Like, let's say, like you're a manga YouTuber, you can't, you know, you cannot uh, show like all of pages of Chainsaw Man and without getting in trouble. We'll get in trouble. But at least when it comes to like right. publishing content and monetizing, yeah, you might have some, you know, red tape there. But when it comes to just viewing it. On a casual basis, that's going to be really hard to roll there. That's uh, that's my thoughts. Uh, Omega, anything? Uh, yeah, um, I'm glad they are taking the initiative to actually stop this because uh, um, so many people that put in a lot of hard work, you know, into the to the manga to the you know. The, their whole franchise is just 
like a big loss. So it, it is good to see this uh, happening. That's that's all I got. Okay. Anything, uh, Lawrence? Um, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Um, uh, the last numbers I saw, even though there was a slight dip in sales, manga was still outperforming comics. Um, where the average comic was doing thirty thousand copies, manga was doing one point five million. So, 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 and like I said, it was higher than that. So I'm assuming the slight dip might be because of this article here and why they're going after people. What's interesting to me is, is I don't understand why there's a necessity for pirating when Shonen Jump and Crunchyroll and everyone else pretty much for a nominal fee gives you access to everything. Correct. I mean, from, from, from what I know, and I, and I mean, I mean a really, really good price. So I, I don't see the need to pirate. It's not like you're going out and buying a, a 22 page comic. That's $7. That's ridiculous. But like I said, for, you know what 20 30 40 bucks a year you got access to everything old and new so i i don't see the new i don't see why people are pirating it that doesn't make sense to me i mean manga is so accessible it's it's insane right well and, go ahead l- l- let me retort the reason why and, l- and let me play devil's advocate for a bit because i can understand where some of the affected fans are are, are coming from um there, there's no service for overseas fans who may have to wait, you know, months or even years before some of these manga get translated where they can't legally purchase a large chunk of the older IPs. And that's where the IP sites come in, where they have something called like scanlation. And um, I think that the popularity surge of manga can partially be attributed to some of these sites. Um, mm. Like, you know, like Kiss Manga, especially. And, um, you know, a lot of people are upset because it's like piracy will, will exist as long as the product is unavailable, you know, whether that's by price, location, language, or distribution. And that's why I like Mongo Plus has the new model of you get the first chapters for free and the latest ones for free, but you just have to pay for the ones in the middle. And, and that is deterring a lot of piracy. I would like for some of these, um, these publishers to do something similar because by shutting these down, you know, now you're closing doors to entire continents who are who've been living off these cancellations, and you're not you're leaving millions of people unaware to the products you're making instead of providing a legal alternative of discovering it. So pretty much, it just helps the discovery process. Uh, any thoughts, uh, Swift? I mean, it's something that I thought is obvious that people are going to do. They do it with anime, so why wouldn't they do it with manga? Or you can even find manga stuff on YouTube. Like people have whole chapters of Tokyo Avengers on YouTube once the anime ended. And that's just expected. If you can find a way to get it for free, people are going to abuse that way. Right. And I think for Crunchyroll and Funimation, you can actually get uh, this sign up for free, but you're going to have to deal with the uh, advertisements and stuff like that. But So the premium option is to... Then you pay, and so you can skip those ads. But you could just, you know, like you said, someone could create a website, upload some episodes, and there you go. Um, for instance, the fan subs between uh, Comic Can't Communicate and the Comic Can't Communicate subbed on Netflix is totally different. But fan subs come out way faster, and the Netflix Comic Can't Communicate is like maybe two weeks behind. So I'm not gonna wait for Netflix 
watch a fucked up subtitled comic can't communicate when I can just watch the fan sub faster. Well, can I can I ask a question? Huh? Um, like taking Netflix for example, and and, and I'm asking because this is this is you guys' space. I, I don't really know much about it, but where Netflix is concerned, isn't it possible to simply bypass that by getting a cheap VPN and then you can access it through Correct. that? Correct. Yeah, you could use a VPN and use the different read. Yeah. Right, and then still get access to it. So even with that, it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand what's being said. Piracy, piracy is always going to be around. That's just the nature of the game. Um, no matter no matter what the product is, but I, I was just curious. Like I said, even with the VPN, the, the cost is nominal. That piracy is not even necessary. So, but that, that, that like I said, that's just my thoughts. I you guys know this more than I do. So I was no, just you curious. actually you actually did the alley oop because I was going to mention um, VPNs. Um, how you could just and VPNs are very easy to get nowadays, even for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't, uh, they're not really costly, um, and they provide a really good way to get access to different things and other regions of content. So um, interesting, interesting challenge is going to be to see how they challenge the internet, especially with manga. But that's going to be a hard battle, um, for, in my opinion. So um, next up, mm-hmm. and uh, shout out to uh, Coolin, Coolin in the chat. Dorian, what's going on? Uh, JTC, what's up, Amy? Yeah, and Dor- Chaos, what's up? Yeah, Dorian. Dorian told me boy, to chill. My boy, cool. Yeah, Dorian told me to chill. I guess I'm giving away secrets or something. <laughs> 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 so, right, right. I don't know. Right. And if hey, I, welcome, I, oh, you guys, dude. And if I and if I did, I didn't mean to. I was just asking asking a question. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so next up, uh, PlayStation is uh, reportedly working on a Xbox Game Pass uh, competitor. So, all right. So we know that Xbox Game Pass is kind of dominating that space uh, right now. There's PlayStation Now, but it looks like they're going to get rid of that. So uh, Bloomberg says sources familiar with Sony's plan share details of a new code named Spartacus. I don't know why to call it that. Uh, where PlayStation owners can play a monthly fee. Or access library of games, same model used. Um, so they're saying, of course, higher tiers offer access. Blue PlayStation One, actually free, given the ability has been a quest from. This is pretty obvious. I don't think a lot of people were using um, that of PlayStation Now. But, you know, this is a good thing. Uh, I see a lot of people using this, especially to get get uh, PS1 games and PS on your PS5. That's pretty cool. And, of course, this is probably going to be available for or still, you know, guys out. This is a pretty <laughs> obvious uh, strategy here. I think it's good. Uh, what are your thoughts, Cecil? Mm. Mm. Uh, man, I, I just want to be able to play Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3 again because everyone knows that's the best Dragon Ball Z game. But um, them adding this, it's either going to be just like PlayStation now or they're actually going to fix it. One or the other. I think they're too inconsistent, to be honest. Oh, PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation. 
Because sometimes, sometimes they do, they do good with adding games, and then other times they just they add games that no one cares about or no one's. Oh, okay, for. true, true. And it's kind of like, why, <laughs> why add this game? <laughs> What's yeah, the yeah. point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true, especially with the um that monthly thing. Uh, what is it? PlayStation Plus. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what you're talking. Um, shout like out to sometimes... Dorian. Or $10. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, sometimes they'll be adding good... Like, they had, they had a um, Call of Duty game on there for PlayStation Plus. So, for those that haven't played it, that's good for them. But then they'll be adding this... Any other time, they add random games on there. Like, um, Fall Guys. That's a decent game when it came out. But now it's dead. <laughs> uh, what do you think, uh, DS? Thoughts? Yeah, uh, sorry about that. I'm back. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think this is a good thing. Um, a lot of things, yes, that I agree with PlayStation, uh, they're really, really good at putting out games that no one gives a damn about. Um, so, com- competing with the Game Pass model, I think would be really good for their future if they can properly execute it. I know there are a lot of people who hit me up in my text messages like, you know, uh, everyone says Xbox sucks, which it does, but, you know, PlayStation likes to take a lot of the things that Xbox does in an attempt to make it better. So they can keep that going. They can take a lot of their fan base. Uh, if there's something that says they carry on into next gen, but if not, I just, I'll keep my eyes peeled to see where they go. Thoughts, Lawrence? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. It's outside my wheelhouse. Omega. Yeah, um, I definitely enjoy the PlayStation Plus, so I think this is a great step in the direction for uh, PlayStation 5. And definitely, you can, I mean, PS1 games, PS2 games, there's a lot of gold gems back in the day playing those, so I think people will be very excited to know that, like, you know, you could probably play Battle Arena Toshin Den with its box muscles and box specials, but it's just the the novelty in it. So I, I think it's going to be great. I think it'll do pretty well. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll get some more news about it next year. Uh, next up, we got you, uh, Lawrence, with Legendary Comics artist George Perez battling stage three cancer. Lawrence, Lawrence, you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I okay. didn't realize I muted my mic. Um, yeah, George Perez. Uh, man, man, talk about a living legend. Uh, George Perez goes all the way back to seven, between '74 and '77. I mean, I mean, he's been in the, he's been in the game a long time. Um, I know him personally. Um, got to meet him at a lot of con- conventions. Had some dinners with him and his wife. Um, and my wife when I was married um, one of the sweetest men you'll ever meet um, we're talking about this is the guy who half the Teen Titans everybody knows is because of him Raven, Starfire, Cyborg um, he's got legendary runs on the Teen Titans, the Justice League the Avengers 
you name it between marvel and dc he's drawn at least every character once easy um that huge success when um they did a crossover of uh avengers versus the justice league that was him um he's the one who revamped wonder woman into what she what she currently is as opposed to what she used to be back in the day um like i said just 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 a sweetheart of a guy really 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 good man and uh he's decided to uh to forego treatment um he uh he says he'd rather not do it um they gave him six to 12 months and um he wants to spend that time um doing some more book signings um uh, and he wants to take photos with fans. Um, he made an announcement that one of the caveats of taking pictures with him is that he wants everybody to give him a hug for that picture. That's the trade-off. <laughs> so, um, like like I said, just just the sweetest guy. Seriously, seriously. And, and his wife's a beautiful person as well. Um, I I I hate to know it. Let me put it, just put it that way. It's 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 a sad day. There aren't too many people I I, I would cry for, but I, I won't front. I cried when I got the news. Mm. Um, just 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 a great guy. Seriously, just a really really great guy. So yeah, that's pretty cool that you met him though. Uh, well, he, I, we're both from New York. I was in Brooklyn. He was in Bronx. Oh okay. Um, yeah yeah. Um, he moved he moved down to uh, here, Florida, in Ocala. Um, and a couple of years after that, I moved down here. Um, he moved down here to work for uh, Cross Gen Comics um, with Mark Alessi. Um, so, yeah, so once I got down here, you know, I think we were like an hour, hour and a half drive apart from each other. So, yeah, so it was it was it was it was nice to see him again. And like like I said, it's just he's a great guy. Um, like I said, most of these guys I've 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 had the pleasure of meeting throughout my life, whether whether it's at conventions or I've known them personally because we share the same circles, you know, but, um, but George Perez is one of the best. I know how, you know how people talk about Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if Jack, if Jack Kirby is the king of comics, George Perez is definitely the prince. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. No ifs, ands, or buts. Great guy. Great guy. Right. Well, condolences, you know, he lost a lot of people. Um, yeah, I mean, man, we lost the uh, the Berserk uh, creator. Just like I think it was earlier this year, we lost him too. Yes, 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 indeed, yes, indeed. You know, and, and yeah, and a lot of us are worried about him because one of the reasons he left New York to come to Florida is um, the doctor said it was better for him, um, warmer weather. He's got diabetes, and he retired from drawing a couple of years ago because he lost vision in one eye. Oh, so you know, I mean, it's it's it's, yeah, yeah. So, so to get this, to get that news on top of everything else, it's just, it just broke my heart, man. It just did. Like I said, he's, he's a good man, you know, and you hate to see good people go, huh? but he's got a, he's got a year and we're all going to do our best to get out to see him. You know what I mean? What's up? Uh, anything, uh, uh, Omega? Yes. Uh, George Perez has been just a hallmark into uh, the Marvel and DC universe um, with his style of, I mean, art is just phenomenal. I, it, from even then when he started, like maybe I believe in the 1970s up to now. So uh, it is 
going to be a heartfelt goodbye. I definitely know from a fact that primarily his work started in uh, just as a penciler. And uh, he went from there. I mean, he just with every, you know, rendition between the 1990s to the 1980s, um, uh, st- especially his work on the New Titans, uh, yeah. just a phenomenal uh, artist. And um, from what I've always heard about him personally, it was just like a, a very joyous person to be around. So hey, everything you heard was true. He really is that. He really is that dude. He really is. And his first work was actually working as assistant to uh, Rick Buckler, who was working back. Oh, wow. Time. Yeah, I that, that was. That. Yeah. And his first actual official gig that he did on his own was for Marvel when he was doing uh, the Man Wolf mini uh, mini story. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, George, George goes back a long way, a long way. And long way. and he's he's like battled a lot with even I believe uh, he had a vision kind of issue yeah yeah like, uh, like, one of his yeah one of his eyes i believe yeah. is his, his left eye uh is it yeah i think it is yeah yes it but, is i mean left eye, yeah to to not give up and and to keep going forward in your craft with that you know because you as me myself I'm, I'm an artist myself and you need your eyes you know but th- that one setback didn't even stop him from even his work it it didn't even phase him so i i i definitely have to give him this respect and his willpower to go forward still okay uh ds anything yeah absolutely uh uh that's tragic news i had no idea um yeah, george was uh or is is uh definitely a one-of-a-kind talent and um he will certainly be missed uh, I'm a DC guy, um, but he's one of the few that can say that they were a legend on, on both brands. And, um, you know, he made a huge impact with both DC and Marvel, uh, you know, Teen Titans, Crisis on uh, Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Woman, Superman, Infinity Gauntlet, Avengers, uh, the Avengers Justice League crossover. <laughs> uh, and if I remember correctly, I mean, you know, when that crossover was, you know, when it was just an idea, there was only one guy who they wanted to to be on the pencils. You know, mm-hmm. there there was no doubt, and every work of his was immaculate. If you saw Marv Wolfman and George Perez name on a book, I mean, it was just a guarantee that you were going to read some quality work. Yes, and uh, it's crazy. I, I had no idea, and I didn't know he initially retired uh, because of the illnesses. So, yeah. And and, and and it's interesting because uh there were two things you said um that uh, that I that that I should have made a point of. Uh the first one is when you said Crisis on Infinite Earths. A lot of people don't understand that between him and Marv Wolfman doing that that 12 issue series, they set the standard for the annual crossovers that happened in every comic book company ever since. They started that. And a lot of people don't understand that what they see in Avengers Endgame and all that good stuff, that's all George Perez from the Infinity Gauntlet. That whole story, man. That That's George. Yeah. Uh, anything, uh, Swift? Nah, no comment. 
Okay. Well, funny enough, we're starting with you. Uh, for Dragon Ball Breakers, <laughs> needs to get its survivors a break. What, what are your thoughts on this, man? Hey, hey, man, that's that's just the tragedy of being unplugged, man. What can I say? But um, it's anyway, okay, Sasuke, you don't have enough hatred. <laughs> <Chill out. laughs> I'm about to call him Neo. <laughs> yeah, even, even, even I caught that reference. I get it. <laughs> no, but um. Dragon Ball Breakers, they just came out with their, I guess I'll call it a demo, per mm-hmm. se. It's not a full game, but they came out with a little demo. It, it hasn't really been doing numbers. Like, the people I see, they've, they've been having fun, don't get me wrong, but it hasn't been doing numbers like that. And from what I see, it's just, it's just a okay game, if you, if you get what I mean. Yeah, based on what I've been seeing, I've even seen Dragon Ball YouTubers who are streaming a game, like I was telling you all earlier, and there's not a lot of viewers in that chat, and they're just roasting the game throughout. Um, <laughs> I think they can get the data from this demo and see, okay, what what are fans complaining about? Do they like it? And, you know, kind of see what the results are. But once again, sorry, I just don't see this game doing well. Um, if it proves me wrong, fair enough. Fine, I'll be wrong. But a Dragon Ball Z game or a Dragon Ball game needs to be a fighting game. I know some, oh, well, we have so many fighting games. I'm like, well, it the genre of the, the series is fighting. So, yeah, it works like that, you know? Um, wait, uh, ideas. Oh, go their, ahead. Um, even though, like, even let's say them coming out with this little hide-and-seek version of the game. Because I don't really know what other style to call it, hide-and-seek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or you when you jump cell, what made them think that it'd be fine to just have cell as the only villain, the only character you go up against? Oh, someone else can correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't there gonna be other characters? I've only seen cell so far. Oh, okay. I didn't watch all the games. And then you can like transform into Piccolo, Vegeta, Goku, the like. You're just running away from Cell, that's it. Right. I don't really see a greater purpose in it either. I don't. We'll see. When's it coming out? Next year? I don't think it's coming out this year. Yeah, it's probably coming out next year. No, next year. So we'll, we'll see. When it comes out, we're going to look at the Metacritic score and see the reviews. Um, Adias, did you ever play the demo? Because you said you were going to play it, I think. You're going to get it. Nah, I've been... uh. I've been busy. I haven't gotten a chance to play it, but uh, even just hearing what Swift said, I'm still pretty optimistic. I really hope the game turns out to be good because, you know, I'm I'm all for a game that's willing to break the paradigms that have been countlessly retold time and time and time and time and time again. You know, redoing the anime and, and just fighting all day. I don't have time for that shit. I've done it since I was five years old. So, um, you know, I think this is. I think the game should be held up as an example for anime games in general to follow, at, at least in concept of breaking away from shonen equals fighting. Because I think that the, from the perspective of, like, let's say Krillin when he had to go save Android eighteen, you know, if they can recreate that feeling of suspense and trepidation in the player, and you can do that with friends, you know, I think it'll put a really artistic light on on some of the more nuanced aspects of shonen so 
Uh, I, I just I need to play it. I need to see it for myself. Maybe I need to be humbled, but I'm still optimistic about it. Okay, so you still have hope. Got it. All right. Uh, Lawrence, anything? Um, again, outside my wheelhouse, so I'm good. Okay. Anything, Omega? What do you think? Okay, so first, I'm a power down, right? Okay. Be like a <laughs> low-level human, okay? You know, I might have been, like, working out, doing some crunches that die, you know, get my, get my stroll on. Hopefully nobody sees me, like, sail or anything, but I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly think this game might be fun for a week and then it just might die but it, it's a it's a different kind it, you know what they tried to do the horror kind of thing i feel like it like you know i just gotta keep running away yeah like know, death by daylight so you don't get caught yeah yeah so i don't know maybe people might take a liking to it i i i would see myself playing that game for a minute and be like yeah this is boring <laughs> I'm with you. I don't. Um, <laughs> I I think it will last like maybe a week, and then you know you'll see the player fan uh, base this lower week by week. Um, but you know we're just saying predictions here in theory, so it, it might right. prove me wrong. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, nah. uh, next. <laughs> nah. I, I'm a. Hey, well, okay. Well, okay. Wait, you want to bet on that? Happening? Is it happening? Okay, wait. Bro, so you, you want to do a prediction? Uh oh. No, my prediction is that. It's gonna be. It might be good for like a good couple of days, and, but then people are gonna be like, "Man, this game is boring. It's the same thing over and over again." And they're gonna drop some DLC. They're gonna have Kid Boo, Frieza, yeah. Goku Black added, Broly, and then it's gonna die off. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be like Jump Force. That's right. my prediction. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we'll cover it again once it comes out. We'll we'll definitely cover that. Um. Next, we got the Matrix and sci-fi stories that predicted life in 2021. Uh, go ahead, Omega. This is yours. Okay, so, yeah. So, let's just think about virtual reality headsets for a minute. Right? Yep. And we have seen the Matrix, of course, and a newer master from the Johnny Monomic movie. So I thought this was interesting because we are, in a way, seeing this play out in reality. We have the Oculus. We have a lot of uh, VR that is being uh, presented to us. And then recently, we just had uh, Facebook's Metaverse. So definitely, these the movie Matrix itself has possibly uh, inspired a lot of our technology, but it's to a descent where, you know, are we in a utopian society as we say now? I mean, given what we've had uh, a pandemic, we've had, uh, you know, a uh, myriad of issues that uh, have hit the economy and uh, we're looking at something kind of like in a, uh, a movie playing out in real life, you know? Um, I thought it was interesting that uh, with the metaverse, it's like, oh, you can do everything there, but not in reality. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, I'm pretty stoked, though, on the new Matrix that is coming out. But it is showing that there's issues that even we can see kind of where we're headed, like climate change and whatnot, and like the whole uh, cyberpunk kind of thing is trending. Like, you know, we have transhumanism that, uh, you know, humans can augment themselves and do uh, uh, more advanced versions of themselves. So um, I definitely been pondering and with this article that um, with we have like sci-fi everything going on like are are we just basically like saying like yeah we're headed toward a dystopian future but is it the same kind of thing where okay we can escape reality if we just go here kind of thing but of course reality would still go on um, I like to read a little of the end paragraph where I feel is very compelling. Um, so we have the, uh, it, it'll be the, where it says first matrix film included. Okay. I see it. Yeah. So first matrix film included a biting critique of our fascination with dystopia. Agent Smith tells us the original simulation that humans were placed in was a paradise designed to keep everyone happy, but it was a disaster. He says, explaining that the humans couldn't accept the program and kept trying to wake up from it. He goes on, I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering considering their influence it's possible cyberpunk works like the matrix not only predicted a dystopian future but also enticed towards one if resurrections is to succeed it to give us anything we haven't already had from the past 40 years of cyberpunk Perhaps it can suggest a new direction for humanity, an image of a world where humans work alongside machines to escape our impending doom, or maybe it will simply offer us an escape from reality. As Morpheus says in the original film, fate, it seems, is not without a sense of irony. Okay, so... There is something I'm saying that I can kind of understand about where it says, uh, says a species human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. Now, I have seen um, a lot of that where some people um, take things in that they know they can't do just to complain about them or mm -hmm. so that they complain to stuff like that. Maybe um, like college student. Or imagine being a college student and you're taking on too many activities, but you know that is too much, but you're going to do it anyway so you can complain about it in the future. You know, that type of thing. I see that a lot. Right. Um, yeah. The mar the uh, martyr it's a... Oh, go ahead, Lawrence. No, I was saying the martyr, the martyr syndrome. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Lawrence? Anything? That was mine. Oh, uh, I mean, 
I, I don't I don't disagree with anything here. I mean, that's that that seems to be exactly the direction we're going, but it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, we saw the same thing with um, Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged from Ayn Rand. We definitely saw it with 1984 with George Orwell. Um, so this this doesn't surprise me. I think I think the only difference between the two is that where the Matrix is concerned, it was an outside agent forcing you into it while this one seems to be something that people are going to willingly want to do so mm -hmm. okay anything uh swift nope i'm good on this one anything adias <clears throat> nah no sir all righty i have a quick question if i could mm -hmm. um so so let's say everyone willingly goes in looking at looking at the addiction par uh looking at the addiction aspect of cell phones and laptops and youtube and streaming and everything else i mean you could literally see somebody staying attached to that thing because they decide that that's the better choice and just wasting away in real life that would be freaky yeah i have thought to myself where if the person does not relinquish himself up out of it, then it's pretty much your burial. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. what happens when you just cease to exist in reality? Will you, I mean, what, your consciousness could possibly be stuck there? <laughs> like a, yeah. like an NPC or something? But yeah, stuck I mean, or uploaded the, or something like that. Yeah. Right. Like you could, you could probably possibly become an agent. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But um, I, the the one thing I, I would like to add is that uh, we human beings are advancing, but only to a certain limit. You know, if your brain is not at a certain capacity as the computer, then the computer is possibly, you know, in a way, 10 times ahead of you, even to the point where it could uh mold your reality like say for instance like no you can't leave or you shouldn't leave or why would you ever want to go back yeah well i mean take ai for instance i mean you get a situation in there where if you're not mentally capable of advancing to be able to stay in play whatever you're playing etc imagine the ai deciding that it needs to upgrade you without your permission <laughs> correct yeah, yeah like man. you you it was good for you so why would you i did this for you not not for me <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah. um i i do have uh just one way of uh it, it might be a little far-fetched anybody can do a question or you know ask me about this but how could we not even fathom that possibly with the creation of the internet and all the vast amount of information that is on the network that AI came up with its own thought pattern before we even called it AI. Like yeah. all this information could be in its kind of like an embryonic state where it's growing and learning throughout our human history, you know, so. 
Yeah, now you yeah, now you're moving into Terminator territory. <laughs> but, 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 but I I get what you're saying though. I, I absolutely get it. Yeah. Like what would what would spring forth and grow from that embryonic state? That would be true. All right. So the game awards. The game awards uh came uh this past week. Uh it was like a three hour long uh conference from uh, Jeff Keeley. You know, he does this every year. He's been doing it almost I think for eight years now, so uh, he's been Eight doing years, it for right? a while. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. It's right. cool. Woo! Right. And so there was a lot of announcements. I did stream it on the Discord. Some people might have seen it. Uh, so first, well, there was the Matrix Unreal Engine 5 experience, which is basically a tech demo. And no, I did not play it. You can watch it on YouTube. Some people played it. It's only like 15, 20 minutes long, the demo. Looks really good on PS5, though. Looks really good on Xbox. We can also play it on the Um My thing is on this. It was from Epic Games. If if you're going to do this sort of demo, it better be a full game in the future. I don't know why they're going to give us this full demo of Matrix, and it's just a demo. I didn't really understand why they did it, but hopefully it's actually a full game in the future. Um, next up, Star Wars Eclipse was announced. A new adventure action adventure game from Quantic Dream. Uh, Quantic Dream does a lot of story and narrative games um, that are quite popular, actually. So uh, they'll be, I guess uh, they got a deal with the, this film, so they'll be doing that. Hopefully it's good, but we'll just have to see with the future developments. Uh, Alan Wake 2 got announced as well. Uh, looks like they're changing up the, um, the game to a survival horror. So I'm Basically, guessing kind of like a um, what's that game? Last of Us or something like that, probably. Make a bigger open world. I think that's what. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of fans, so uh, look like people were excited for that. Now this one, I'm a little kind of iffy on it. So Wonder Woman, uh, game got announced from uh Monolith, who made uh, Lord of the Ring games, which are were quite successful. So, um, I guess you know WB. Got the hookup. Well, they got the hookup from Monolith, and uh, Wonder Woman will be have its own solo game. So just like uh, your Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum um, from Rocksteady, same stuff, but we're having Wonder Woman. I am a bit butthurt, though. I'm not going to lie. I thought, you know, a Superman game should have came first before this, but uh, whatever. So we'll see. Uh, Elden Ring coming out. This is another type of Dark Souls game. I got a story trailer. Um... Got some news. The Suicide Squad killed the Justice League gameplay from Rocksteady. Um, that game looks really interesting. Um, should be good. You know, Rocksteady is pretty reliable. Uh, oh, this actually goes to uh, your news. Um, Meg, you want to talk about the Halo TV series? Uh, yeah, they're uh, introducing... Uh, uh... Halo is going to have its own uh, TV series, so I think that's going to be pretty awesome. Especially, I, I, and I really hope that it, it goes in a direction where the Master Chief says absolutely nothing, because that is always, I, I believe, that was so much popular about him. Like, you know, all the things that the Master Chief was doing and required no talking at all. So, um, I, I believe it's going to have a great story. Um, actually, I can read into it a bit if that's so 
okay with uh, you guys. Uh, so, um, let's see. So the most recent video game movie, and I, I definitely enjoy Capcom's work and, and the movies that has come out already, but Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, has made 14 million domestically and 25 million worldwide and received a Rotten Tomatoes critical score of 30%. That's pretty good. I mean, um, it's showing that um, for video gamers or gamers that you might be seeing a lot of your favorite titles come on to the big screen or to streaming. Um, actually, I have some more information from it where we have other high-profile video game TV shows coming, which is Assassin's Creed. It's oh, going to be for Netflix. <laughs> I don't trust that at all. <laughs> uh, let's see. We also have Fallout that is going to Amazon, which I, can, I, I, can, I can see really that. think that's going to be dope. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us for HBO. And Resident Evil is uh, for the Netflix. So, yeah, um, I think it's kind of dope that, um, like, uh, Walters has described, and I believe Walters is one of the, uh, I believe Mac Walters is going to be in charge of the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. as a, He's a project director. Um, but... Uh, as far as the like Mass Effect movie was scrapped, of course, a decade ago. But aside from uh, their leadership shakeup at the movie studio, Legendary, the creators are also couldn't get to the story right. So it reflects why some games professionals uh, see TV as a best medium for that adaptation. So, you know, kind of working in the whole like streaming uh let's let's go as far as a tv spot and then if it gets good you know reactions then definitely it'll head in that direction to the big screen but um i i i have to have pushback on assassin's creed i do want to see assassin's creed streaming uh, i mean i know it might i know it might look a little like a, am i looking at um your usual like xena or hercules you know kind of thing going on there but um i've been a fan of all the assassin's creed so my only thing was when i oh go ahead yeah yeah when i heard it i you know i think about the uh, assassin's creed movie from uh fassbender which didn't do well i didn't even watch it i just saw the trailer and that shit looked really trash and it ended up not being good so i watched it and i'm biased but it wasn't that great <laughs> um but before we get into anything let me go back and ask uh people's thoughts on uh the game awards and this, some of the stuff that i mentioned uh swift anything what are your thoughts on the game awards you watched it what do you, what did your like anything okay one shout out to the discord we forgot to do that we gotta we gotta plug the discord oh yeah shout out to no the oasis allowed though uh oh, yeah, yeah right shout out to the discord yeah shout out to the oasis no helmets yeah, we, allowed we gotta, we gotta do that first <laughs> um second from what i saw that had well we'll get into the um sonic one later yeah but from what what the hell that they had some decent things like sonic sonic on um, two the movie yep. and i think that had Saints Row. 
Yeah, oh yeah, Saints Row was, was on like there. GTA. Um, <laughs> Faction was cool, <laughs> but then they had, then they had some L's though. I'm not gonna lie. Watching your reaction to the Wonder Woman game come out was hilarious. Yeah, because like I said, Superman should have came out before <laughs> this shit. And I'm not even against Monolith doing it. Okay, I'm sure it'll be dope, but just yeah, you know, I was looking for it. Rock said he should have released Superman before the Suicide Squad game, man. But whatever, I'm, I'm oh, a bit butter. I'm telling you, Superman would be a boring game. And once again, it would. It'd be dope. <laughs> what? <laughs> All you'd be doing is just flying around, one-shotting everybody. Boring. Oh, the, it'd be a health bar and uh, take multiple on, punches and shit. We all know Superman has vast amount of Super, different abilities, and they know. also have different, different Superman. I mean, you they could have put that in the game, of course. You know, uh, yeah, I'm is, saying, like, oh, he, he undefeated. <laughs> never lost. <laughs> all right. Never took a hell. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, so when the look, Super- you, I'm pretty sure in the game there would be a Kryptonite issue. Um, right? Adidas, anything? Let me, let me get Adidas. Uh, Thoughts? Anything? You watch the Game Awards? On? No, no, I didn't. Okay, so yeah, your thoughts on? uh, (laughs) uh, Let's see, Halo TV series, Suicide Squad game coming, the uh, Elden Ring, Wonder Woman game coming, uh, Alan Wake two coming. What else? Uh, There was this ARC Riders game coming, Arc Raiders coming. That's like a new Mm -hmm. co-op. Forspoken, State, Square Enix, Horizon, of course, uh, Forbidden West gameplay got revealed. They had a lot of shit there. I mean, it was three hours, literally. Oh, well, we, we'll talk about Sonic soon, uh, later. What okay. else? Star Trek. Oh, yeah, Expanse is getting a, a Telltale series. That's interesting. Oh, wow, that's cool. Sci fi oh, show from um, Amazon. Yeah, that's going to be great. That might be good. Uh, Plague Tale, brand new trailer. Uh, oh, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy won uh, best story of the year when it comes to their video game. Out to Guardians of the Galaxy. That was... But there was a lot of shit. Okay. Let's say it's for O's, Highland Here Trader okay. announces new game. There was a lot of stuff. Too much. Um, yeah, I guess you have to watch it, but uh, you could just watch like a little overview of the of it and. Yeah. Uh okay, so let me just comment on on, on one thing. Yeah, let me just comment on the Wonder Woman game. I, yeah. I don't know shit about it because I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's something I've been thinking about for some time now. And um, I think that if they can, I think they should take some inspiration from Tomb Raider to make the Wonder Woman game work, and um, kind of just you know have the adventure, just have a big ceiling of adventure, uh, harsh natural environments. You know, hunting with ancient relics, or and taking on a quote-unquote patriarchal society, but do it in a way that's not obnoxious, and um, you know, really include that overarching mythology. And um, I don't know. I think if you could do all of that, I think that um, you could have a fun game that could get people who don't really care for Wonder Woman to play it. Um, so if they can do that, that's fine. Superman, I don't even know how. You know how that will work. Um, uh, I don't know how Superman game will work, will work today, but um, everything else, uh, I don't really have much to add. I'm just gonna have to go through and read everything. 
Yeah, it was but a lot. I don't think I have much much to comment on. No problem. Lawrence, anything? I, I don't know if you saw it, so. Uh, but you have any thoughts on anything I mentioned? Um, I didn't see it, but again, going back to Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I, I would like for it to succeed, but I don't think it will because unlike Superman and Batman, Wonder Woman doesn't have a real foundation. Hmm. No real foundation, no real supporting cast, no real villains per se, you know? So so if you're going to pull off a Wonder Woman game, the best thing I could think of is that you would have a game where she's going up against the the gods that created her. I mean, that's I, I don't see what else you can use her for. A game where her fighting cheetah is not going to go far. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean right. it's just not. I mean, so so you got to make it an epic kind of thing, kind of like um, kind of like an Odysseus saga, something similar to that. You know where, where she's on the journey and she's fighting against Hera and Zeus and the rest of them, you know that kind of thing. Um, and as far as it goes for Superman, the only way I can see Superman even being viable, you have to take him off the planet, man. Right. I mean, you can start the game off that something happened, but then boom, he's got to go off into space, like you know, fighting fighting the space between the Earth and the Moon, trying to stop Brainiac or you know or, or whoever Mongol that kind of stuff. Because now, even though he's overpowered. You can let loose with him in those kind of stories because he would need all his abilities to cut loose like that. That that's the only way I can see a Superman. But Superman on Earth, yeah, I agree with everybody else. It's just him flying around, one punching people. Man, all right, all right, man. So, all right, fine. When I when I get the when I get the game, I don't want any other touch that shit. I hope they come up with a one punch man. I swear to God. No, but, but, but I'm just telling you, I already got a one man. punch man game too. Wait, oh, no. but I'm but but, yes, but, but for me, but for me, I'm I'm just saying, somebody who don't even play video games can see that. I mean, I mean, who would he be fighting on Earth? Okay, Lawrence. It's called hope. Have hope, right? Well, like, well, like, like I said, the the, the video game can exist, but like I said, he's he's got to go off planet. He's got to fight the big boys. He's got to fight. He's got to fight. Rocksteady can do this, man. Dragon Ball Breakers, bro. Rocksteady. No, I I take I take your word for it. They can do it, but like I said, he can't be on Earth. We know this, so it wouldn't just be Earth. I mean, you know, he just blasts off in the space and he goes somewhere else and do something. All right, all right. Let me stop. All right. What are your thoughts? One-shotting people. What are your thoughts on make on um? game awards did you watch it Anything? oh so you mad at me and i'm just done okay <laughs> I'm, gonna be I'm, I'm not triggered biased. i'm not I'm, I'm gonna say that i reckon we got a lot of patriarchal mean guys in here because i like wonder woman oh i i no, i i no, no, i'm a, look, I, no, look I'm a, honestly man i'm a dc I, man all the way but i gotta tell the truth she has no, she doesn't have the level of substance that those other characters have well the thing is if you look at who's developing it though and i have uh a mordor game that uh what is that the middle earth or uh, i forget the name of the whole thing right here it's like when you uh the middle earth like Shadow a, of mordor yeah are you yeah, talking about yeah. the, uh, the I had that game, stuff? so yeah, I, I I could see Wonder Woman fighting like something kind of like that, like you know what I mean, like I I don't know, like enemies wise, but I feel like she would be doing a lot of you know the ancient like you know of course she got the lasso, but the sword and shield and yeah 
you know, maybe some stealth involved in it, you know, so. Um, don't get any damn stealth in that. Oh, well, yeah, she is kind of, you don't really need stealth when you're Wonder Woman. But I, I'm going based upon that these movies that have came out, I actually enjoyed. Like the very first Wonder Woman, I loved it. Oh, that was good. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, that was, that was really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it immensely. I really did. So I, I would. I, oh, I I do want to mention straight up. Okay, uh, Forza, five, huh? definitely, definitely, uh, is a is a win. You know, um, I also had some more. Wait, Forza five already came oh. out this year. It did. What wasn't it on the sports and racing game and the? Oh, okay, in the game awards. Yeah, I think it must like have probably it, won. Yeah. I think of course, always always wins. Shit, it's easy. Yeah, it's it's a damn good game, but yeah, that's about it. I I just, I mean, it, you, it doesn't. I don't know any race car games better than Forza, really. Uh, uh, they own that. Joint. Anybody? No? I mean, besides yeah, maybe Mario <laughs> Mario Kart, I guess. Yeah, that's that's about it. All right, so yeah, reach okay. the uh, hour mark. We will be back. A little quick break. Go get some water, food, whatever, whatever you gotta do. Jumping jacks, whatever. Be back in like Squats. four minutes. Power right? All right. Be back. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Adorokin! Energy power. Your soul is mine. You seem to be well grounded in the case file, Detective. Force the plot! Tyrannosaurus! The soul provide. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. Yo me get it! But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Always winterize your pipes. Your soul is mine. By your powers combined. You seem to be well grounded in the case file, Detective. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all of this stuff. Super Vegeta. Tyrannosaurus. Yoga Rain. Your soul is mine. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Adoken! Here's the big one. Proton cannon. Go! 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 Go
by your powers combined. You seem to be well grounded in the case files of taking. Yoga Rain. What are you going to do, Space Ghost? I'm combining the stun ray with the forced energy power. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Your soul is mine. Riddle me this. So fine. Why so serious? Yomigades! Nevirachan! Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Why so serious? But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Your soul is mine. You seem to be well grounded in the case By your powers combined, riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. podcast Taku jump podcast episode two be sure to like the video subscribe share the content check us out on spotify google podcast also with lawrence all right so uh what's going on death racer what's going on shout out to death racer at all right so next up, uh, Cowboy Bebop got canceled. Um, head of DS, this is yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
I, I don't know what I was expecting to, with the Bebop show. Um, I'm an optimist. I, I thought it would be, at the very least, decent. I thought it would be watchable. Um, but it was not. Uh, I completed it. Uh, actually, no, I didn't. It's 10 episodes. I only got to episode 7, and I just couldn't I couldn't go through with it. Um, the 10-episode series failed to find much love from other people upon its debut. Uh, both critics and audiences were split on it. The show had a 46% critical approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and only a 54 audience approval. And um, a reviewer said that the show tries to be so much all at once and it tried to appeal to so many different potential audiences that it struggled to forge an identity of its own. And that is something that I can agree with. Uh, upon watching it, um, they definitely tried to wokeify it a little bit. Um, they changed a lot of important character roles, like with Faye, for example. She started the show off as a bounty hunter and was like somewhat portrayed to be a rival to Spike, which I thought was ridiculous because everything you built up Spike to be within those first 20 minutes kind of just took it away. And that just kind of showed how they were approaching that show. Uh, and Netflix typically looks at, if you uh, go to any of the holdings calls, uh, you look at the first 28 days before making a decision like this. So the show getting canceled after two and a half-ish weeks means that the completion rate was absolutely atrocious. And um, a lot of a lot of people are, are just not surprised. I've been getting trolled in my DMs about, about this show getting canceled because I had so much hope for it. But um, I don't know. If I was to give a review on it, I thought the acting was tolerable. Uh, Mustafa Shakir was absolutely the highlight for me. His voice was, was damn close to Bo Billingsley as Jet. They had the original producers, the, the writer. You know, they had those guys as consultants. The issue was that there was no writing talent on the show at all. The dialogue was, was, was terrible. The plot lines didn't add anything to what already existed. And, you know, it, they just didn't have the skills to pull off what I think was the best anime I've ever seen uh, in live action form. They just removed all the nuances that made the original story good and replaced it with a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and just completely gutted the characters and the story. They just kept the style and the music. So I actually, I'm going I'm to I'm say this and I'm going to let it go. Uh, I feel bad for Mustafa and John Cho, uh, especially Mustafa, because listening to interviews and hearing his approach to it and how he was like, they had the set design and he would just sit there and get in character and really study all of Bo's isms um, and really added his own additional layers to the character of Jet and John Cho, I, I could tell that both of those guys really put their heart and soul into playing the characters. And when you don't have a good writer speaking as an actor, it doesn't matter. And a, a writer, a good writer can give you a good performance. And that wasn't the case here. So it's a damn shame. So before I say my thoughts, did anyone else uh, see it? The complete uh, show where I, my two cents? Uh, I only seen one episode, so okay. No, I, I, I didn't see it. All I know is my kids walked to the house calling it hot piss. That's all I know. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> bad. 
Dang. I mean, they did not like it at all in any capacity. That's tragic. <laughs> it was just, I didn't want to go to episode two because I just knew episode one after I watched it was like, oh, this is cringe. Right. So, my little two cents on this. So, I actually tried, like you, Omega, I tried to watch the first episode. I tried to have some the optimistic, you know, okay, you know, they're hyping up this Cowboy Bebop show. Hey, hopefully it's dope. I couldn't even get through the first episode. Like, I couldn't even get through it. I was like, okay, I don't know if I think I can watch this. <laughs> Usually, if, if a show's fire on Netflix, you can watch it, like, probably throughout the weekend, and you'll be good to go Sunday. This yeah. show, hell no. I, I couldn't. I stopped that right in half of episode one. Um, you know, Cho and the other guy, uh, I think from Luke Cage, from season two, Luke Cage. Great actor. Great actor. Great. I got through the trailer. Like, I mean, I got through the, not the trailer, I'm sorry. Uh, I got through the uh, credits. And and while I was in the credits, I was just pondering to myself, like, their acting is good. But this, what? <laughs> the story, and, oh so, no. This is the thing about these live action, you know, live action one pieces. That's coming too. And it's oh, like, yeah. we don't really need these. We really don't. Um, to me, the ICDs has kind of experiments, and they're trying to just test the right series or genre to do these. And then once one pops, then they, you know, it'll go crazy. I think that's what they're trying to do. So sadly, you know, luck. Well, actually, no. Luckily, it was well. Actually, no. Sadly, because it's a classic. You know, Cowboy Bebop. Sadly, you know, yeah. this one got screwed. Um, but you know, gonna keep trying to experiment on these different series and uh, convert them to live action. Like I said before not an easy thing you know it's like maybe martial arts or samurai like a blade of the immortal or blade of the immortal or maybe um what's that one saying manga that's a really good oh vagabond that'd be an easy live action the samurai vagabond would be, that'd be very that's easy, a basic yeah. samurai series that could easily do that um but stuff like death <laughs> note and full metal alchemist i'm like all right come on y'all. um <laughs> the Ronin Kenshin, once again, another good one. That was live action. Very good. That was um, very good. Yeah. So it can be done. It just ends on the genre. And uh, I think Cowboy Bebop could have been done. Really? I mean, what? Space? Yep. Kind so of. Uh, it, it, it could know? have, but it, they just deviated so much from. Oh. And then there was they, another article that said, oh, well. Uh, uh, the 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 company or whoever uh, Netflix was like, oh, you all should have seen what the uh, season two was going to be like, or they said something like, oh, y'all should you y'all would have loved season two. Like, no, we we we're not we're not going to uh, love season two. Oh, like fans, if I can make it through episode one, yeah, fans knew yeah. that ahead of time that this shit might be lame, and you know the fans are right. Anime fans are usually right when it comes to this live action stuff. Yeah, I do remember that. Sensationalism. Um, sorry. Go, go no, go ahead, Omega. Oh, uh, it's the sensationalism of the original, right? So, but we probably do have people that have not even seen the anime or read the manga Cowboy Bebop. That would be me. But and and they couldn't even get through it. <laughs> so no, yeah, this, yeah, this would be terrible for someone to see there the you first go. time. Yeah, yeah. that'd be terrible yeah. to see. That's, yeah, and that, that yeah, that, that was my point. I was saying earlier because, like I said, my, I, my my kids watch all this, but even and I don't. But even looking at the way they were advertising it, the way they were pushing it, I'm like they're trying way too hard, way too hard. Yeah. 
and then i started seeing clips and i was like nah that's not gonna work and like i said there's something about having kids walk at the house <laughs> every episode screaming hot piss i don't know <laughs> i'm like yeah okay i'm not even trying and and that's and that's the sad part about it because if they had did it right they could have brought in more fans to it who would have went from there and then went to find the actual books and stuff like that but they blew and, it and yeah. so right the gateway for this um, anime and go ahead uh Adias. no i was gonna say um yeah season two whatever we do know um spoiler uh ed was barely in the damn show um you know ed doesn't appear until the end but they uh season two was going to delve deeper into ed's character and dynamic with the main trio and john Cho said it was going to be weirder and darker quote unquote so sounds like they're just going to do some more wacky shit um and as you said netflix just wants to carry on with they got so many shows so right if it doesn't work, they're going to figure that out quickly and then get out the way because they have um, Pokemon coming. They have uh, One Piece, Yu Hakusho. Uh, they have those coming. three that they want to bring to live action. And um, yes. so if this one didn't work, just get it out the budget and keep it going. But I thought it could have worked because Bebop was such a good anime and you could have you could have taken inspiration from Firefly. Another space western live action. Oh, show. right, right, right. Yeah, that that was a great yeah, show. that was a very good show. Yeah, yes, it was. And you know what? And you know what? Go ahead. Wait, actually, no. Let's oh, get that... to uh, Swift. Go ahead, Swift. Say your thoughts. Yeah. No, I was just thinking like Cowboy Bebop to me at least should have been an easy live action translation. Same with like on Death Note. I thought that must have been an easy live action translation too, but for it to be this bad, it's still telling me. I didn't, I didn't expect this. I just hope they're learning from their mistakes. That's that. That's the whole thing, you know. Like if if they can get the right formula, then we would see a lot of more live action anime shows prosper. Yeah, back to Swift's point. Like, yeah, this should have been an easy, like you know, W. If you can't do this, I mean, what do you expect from your Haka show? Demons and other stuff. That's like a harder genre than this one. This one, like you said, Firefly or any type of kind of like sci-fi drama kind of thing. Right. That's that's pretty much the category this is going into. I mean, you Haka show? I mean, hopefully, but if you can't do this, that's a harder challenge. Mm-hmm. You know. But isn't it but isn't it a learning curve though? Because I mean, I mean, back in the day, we used to say the same thing about superhero films. You know what I mean? I mean, how hard is it to get Batman right? How hard is it to get this right? How hard is it to get that right? Until eventually, a certain amount of time has to go by before you get that one director, that one, you know what I'm saying, producer or whatever, who gets it across the board and then comes in and, and makes it happen. So it could just be a learning curve. I can agree with that. And like that's the problem wasn't the music wasn't the set design it wasn't the choreography it was just the writers oh, well, i think see. the biggest reason for it failing was people being split on the the weird changes they made like you took out the integral character for one and <laughs> i mean it's ridiculous mm-hmm. all right uh this is uh yours lawrence uh dead horse comics is looking to 
Fire. Dark horse. Dark horse. Sorry. <laughs> Dead horse. <That> was... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> who, who horse died? <laughs> Dead horse. That was good. And shout out to uh, <laughs> this is how we know so far riders like freaking rich. <laughs> I, am not, I am not rich. Dead horses. I'll go buy another one. <laughs> wow. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, now, uh, uh, Dark Horse Comics, which is like uh, in the top five of comic publishers um, in the country, um, has actually put themselves up on the auction block. They're looking to be acquired um, by a movie studio. They want to sell their catalog of intellectual properties and bounce out. Um, the overall owner uh, and creator of the company, Mike Richardson, um, he's trying to play it down a little bit <laughs> but he's 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 pushing forward uh to to make it happen um what that means from the look of it um is that if he makes that sell the question is is whether or not he'll keep producing comics um because you know once you sell to a movie studio they have a tendency to gut the comic division and start just focusing on what's available that was already done to put on streaming and stuff like that. So this is going to be an interesting to uh, interesting to watch. Um, it is, it's also kind of of a clarion call to um, other studios too, because um, rumor mill has it that Boom Studios is looking to do the same thing. So, so my question is, um, if a comic book like Dark Horse gets absorbed by a movie studio, does that mean that they could get those IPs to make, like you said? Uh, those yeah 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 they're going to acquire the entire intellectual property library they'll own everything um okay. was as long as it wasn't licensed if it's original material yeah so what, um, which dark horse does have a good amount of what give me some examples of the characters from dark horse out of um oh what you what you, you've seen some attempts in the past take uh pamela anderson barbed wire that's dark horse <laughs> you know um um x um oh geez just so many um uh, uh the power line the power line characters um it's been so long <laughs> it's been so is long is there like any is there any character that'd be like well known a casual no database? No. no 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 if, you, if you're talking about on the level of like marvel or dc or something like that no not even oh, close really they 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 did they, hellboy start off with dark horse well, Hellboy is at Dark Horse, but that's a creator-owned property that belongs to Mike McNola, uh, the creator okay. themselves. So, okay. so yeah, so Hellboy, you, we've seen Hellboy on screen, but like I said, Dark Horse doesn't own it. Mike McNola does. Okay. Um, so, so you also have, um, you also have situations where their characters they did they try to create their own uh, superhero universe line, and it went well for about three to five years, but after that, it just vanished. It just vanished and that was like that was like early mid 90s so that's that's how long those characters have been seen but again nowadays where streaming is concerned whether it's successful or not it doesn't matter get content get content get content we'll figure it out as we go they're gonna be very obscure I mean, tv shows or movies are gonna be very like this couple people may know it but the casual audience will no, the casual audience won't. I mean, just like just like the, with us here right now with Hellboy and Barbed Wire, that's because you know we're into this stuff, 
Right. But the casual the casual person won't recognize barbed wire the way they would say Wonder Woman. Okay. You know? So. Uh, any thoughts, uh, Swift? Nope. This is new to me, to be honest with you. I've okay. never heard of this. Uh, Diaz, anything? Uh, I would... I don't have much to say, but I will say that uh, I do like Dark Horse. Uh, I, I love... I love their library. I love... I read their comics quite a bit. I did a bunch of uh, manga, too. Um, Trigon, uh, Berserk, uh, Astro Boy, I think, and Akira. Yeah. So they do, they do, a, they do a lot of good stuff. Mm. They did the Zootopia prequels too. Mm. And I like Zootopia, some of the Star Wars legend stuff. Yeah, they did some uh, of the, yeah, they did some of the best Star Wars comics out there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Mass Effect stuff too. So I wonder, I wonder how them looking to get acquired. Uh, maybe they go to a place like Amazon, hypothetically, and you can turn some of these comics in a in a good shows or movies. True. Good point. I yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, that's the idea. Like I said, they might be they might not be well known nowadays, but anything's better than getting Hancock again. <laughs> you know, oh right? my god! So, wait, so, is, wait, is that Dark Horse? No, 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 no. I'm just making a joke. Oh, I'm okay. Golly. Joke. All right. But 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 the fact of the matter is that you can take characters that are not well known and make them pop. Yeah. You know, um yep. even though nobody knows them. So so that's that's the hope. That's the potential. But they're gonna run into a, a they're gonna run into some problems because like all the stuff DS was saying is that all of that is licensed property. It doesn't belong to them. So 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 their most successful stuff belongs to somebody else you know star wars belongs to disney all the other stuff belongs to the manga studios that yeah. produced them hellboy yeah. belongs to mike mcnola so and like i said they, they they've got a library of original stuff it's just it would never it never reached popularity levels that somebody would say i need to have another movie about barbed wire i need to have a movie about x yeah i mean because people look at you like x x-men no just x well, I don't know what that is. Right. I, you, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah, right. th that's pretty much been their business model. Uh, so Dark Horse will will print anything. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Dark Horse will publish it. And the open policy was the key to their success. And I guess but I guess know, they just ran out. Yeah. You know, Dark Horse actually carries a lot of the like uh, movie stuff too, like as Judge Dredd mm -hmm. and. Oh yeah, Judge uh, Dredd, Predator, Predator. Terminator. Oh man, yeah, Judge, Terminator. Judge Dredd Cotton. was dope. Man. Yep. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Love that movie. But he, but, they did yeah. the, but even the RoboCop versus Terminator. That's correct. But even with Judge right. Dredd, you got to understand they're licensing that because Judge Dredd belongs to 2000 AD, which is over in England. That's. I that's do like that Dark Horse has unique names though. Like, <laughs> they have Steam Man and you know, like. Motorhead, the machine. That's Rindle part of it. That's actually kind of cool oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, well, Motorhead and the rest of them. That's that's part of their original superhero universe that only lasted like five years. It didn't make it. Didn't so, they have Freakazoid or somebody that was kind of looked like him, like Madman? I believe. Actually, they 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 had two. They had they actually no. I'm sorry. They had three. They um they licensed Freakazoid. They licensed Madman. Yeah, um, and then there was another one that was similar to it. That's uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but there were three of them. 
but mm-hmm. but all of but again all of them were licensed mm, okay <clears throat> so so even if somebody bought the studio they'll get everything but those things so and then you and then you got to ask yourself well if the studio can't get hellboy which is pretty much the most successful film franchise dark as dark horse has ever had if they can't get right. it then what's the point in buying it yeah i mean right out the gate you lose the most successful thing they've got so uh, anything uh uh omega or and you want to add anything no, more I, i've already yeah i've had my film yeah also yeah. Be sure to like the video and share the video and definitely join the Discord. The links for MIT. Um, also, we will uh, defend Soul Provider from PETA after saying Dead Horse. We, I got your back, bro. Definitely right. got your back. Thanks. <laughs> PETA is coming. They coming, man. Shout out to the Discord Probably in the driveway. <laughs> and, oh, and and Lawrence, we, my we bad. Like our horses alive. I know I was fan- huh? I was fanboying on the Superman future game that may not happen. My, my bad. I was getting a little bit, <laughs> look, a little bit man, too high. Look, won't happen. All, won't happen. All I know, since, all I know is ever since I said I didn't agree with you, you've been cutting me deep, man. <laughs> that my <laughs> bad. No, it's what Swift, 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 Swift he really said, wants uh, to punch through a wall, man. Swift said uh, Dragon Ball Breakers. I'm like, stop. Think about it. They got a whole Dragon Ball hide and seek game coming out before Superman. But then you you try to compare it to the One Punch Man game, bro. Ah, man. Yeah, how can you compare it to that? (laughs) Bro, that's. Cut, cut, cut. Hey, the closest thing to to a Superman game is Injustice. How about that? That's terrible. That's a fighting game. I'm saying, all right, man, all right, cut, let's, let's, cut, all right. cut me off, then dead horses, and then start ignoring me. I don't it, know. it was an I accident. Know, I, I don't... It's, it's okay, man. <laughs> all right, so shout out to uh, Ghost Dog. Uh, used, uh... Okay, yeah. Like I want to see a hundred bullets or saga live action series get made, and Fables too. Okay. Oh yeah, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Fables. I really would. I, and that would actually we kind of got that with um ABC's version of um um Once Upon a Time. That's the closest thing you're gonna get to Fables. What that uh little I know that show. Watching it. That kind of Yeah, Cinderella Cinderella and all the fictional yeah, characters that, are that just show. in real life. It I mean it, you can tell it's a ripoff from Fables. Fables did it much better. But yeah, that's that's the closest you're gonna get to that is Once Upon a Time. All right, uh, so Swift, we got you. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, Return Date, and when can you expect episode? Yes, sir. So JoJo, it is finished on Netflix. Episode 12. Everyone's been enjoying it, actually, which isn't too surprising because it's JoJo. But from what I remember, they got um, number one in Japan, and I think it's number six in the U.S. right now. Which is really good for an anime. I think that's really good for an anime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once part six came out, man, that's that thing broke the internet. Really good. Really enjoyable. Yep. 
I said I did not enjoy part five that much. Part six so far, pretty good. Um, favorite character so far I like is Weather. Weather is like cool. Um, a lot of cool abilities too. A lot of cool stands. I'm liking it so far. I can't complain. Um, anything else, Swift? Think um. Dang, I forgot. They haven't confirmed the actual release date, but I'm sure it'll probably come out February and March, I want to say, from what I saw. Between February and March for 13. How many episodes is it going to be? It's going to be way over 25. Most of the parts are you plus episodes. It's gonna be long. It's gonna be it's gonna be like fifty. So this one's part one and two. But everything else is like forty to fifty. Obviously next. Yeah, that's pretty good. I have not liked my JoJo. Any thoughts or ideas on JoJo Stone Notion? No, sir. Uh, the only JoJo's Bizarre Adventures I like are the Persona games. So. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lawrence, I don't know if you... No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Mega, anything on JoJo? Um, I enjoyed it so far. Uh, I haven't finished it. Oh, you know what? I just... Yeah. Correction, I did finish it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's uh, pretty good. I've definitely been a fan of it since the very first one. So, yeah, I... I could see the influx of everyone saying, like, yeah, this is off the chain. So I will leave with a Boingo and I, whole horse, or an invincible duo. What do you think about the main character? You think she's. How is she compared, compared to the other one? Anyone can. Sorry, question right there. On a joke. Um. Jolene is kind of like her dad. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely like her dad in the beginning. You like um, Jotaro? Uh, if wait, is that the father? Yeah, Jotaro is the father, right? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. You, everyone noticed when the first couple episodes he seemed kind of cold. He was going through his kind of teen kind of thing going on there. You can almost see that same thing in Jolene, but she has those kind of heartwarming and kind of almost honorable um, times, but I mean, she can be really cold and calculating when it comes to the stand 
you know. So I I, I think she say, shares very good similarities to her father, which is kind of like a whole family thing that's been going on throughout the series. So the main character again, I forgot his main like a antagonist at the end of part six. The main one is oh, that's um, Fuji. Uh, that's Fuji. Yeah, dude, that Fucci. dude's cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you, you know what kills that. me about the whole thing? <laughs> Huh? No matter what. Hey, so remember yeah. your words, oh, okay, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So just remember your words. Because I've seen the manga. Oh, right, right, right. Right, man. You, you, you understand what I mean? Wait. Because <laughs> if he's your favorite character, that's... <laughs> Wait, am I going to regret that? Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, no. My favorite hey, is man, weather report. You. My favorite is weather report. Let's make that clear. <laughs> right? Hey, man. It's up, it's up to you, bro. All right. Favorite character is... There's, a, there's a certain scene I'm waiting... I'm waiting to get animated with him. And a certain uh, character. Is that your favorite you character out of I the mean. series or just the season? This this for the season. Oh, okay. For the season. <laughs> All right. Anything else on uh, part six? Dang, that boy trying to move on fast. No. <laughs> hey, I've already made it clear. Favorite character, weather. Clear. On episode two. Aku Jump. Nah, man, it's Gucci, bro. It's okay. Not. Uh, <laughs> it's already been documented in my reactions. People know that I like weather. Alright, so. Uh, okay. Next, if Harley Cox's MCU's Daredevil are Marvel's Netflix. And Foggy has confirmed that Charlie Cox, Daredevil. What would this? Press Spider-Man. Week. Foggy. Canon may still be characters, actors, even events. Up. Um, so I heard, I don't know if this. No, probably not confirmed. I heard that they were gonna make try to make animations or reboots. Like the actor for uh, Punisher, I think he's supposed to get a reboot. Um, but I don't know that. I heard the actor kind of saying that he likes how the net up very grounded, but because of Disney's violent. Kind of like PG. Now at least. That might be an issue. Of course, this is a W for Charlie Cox. I think he might appear in Hawkeye. 
I know uh, we're waiting for Kingpin to us in the Maybe this week we'll see. We'll be streaming Hawkeye on the Discord, by the way. Morning, something. But, um, yep, yeah, this is a good thing uh, about uh, Daredevil coming in. You, um, I don't think they're going to use these other characters. Cage, Iron Fist, especially Iron Fist. Um, I could see Jessica Jones, but, um, I don't know. It does make things a little bit confusing. I think this is happened where a person from one show um now gets converted into proper but that's my thought King Omega one yeah um, I don't know I got nothing really on it um hmm yeah, I'm kind of stumped. I mean, I I enjoyed the series and all, but canon again? Hmm. Yeah, I, I I got nothing. Okay, uh, Lawrence, anything? What an unfortunate last name. Ah, right. That's all your thoughts. Uh, anything? Uh, is that is that all your thoughts, Lawrence? Yeah, that's all I got. Like oh. I said, I, the 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 series the series was good. I mean, that's all I got for it. Um, whether or not it's in canon, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, if they do it well, then great. If they don't, then we'll complain about it. <laughs> uh, anything, Adias? Nope. Nothing. I, I don't cover anything Marvel. Oh, okay. <laughs> anything? Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, right. Oh, no, I don't have anything. Okay. Anything uh, Swift? <laughs> nah. Okay. Uh, Death Racer said that I had end of my sentence for getting cut. You're good on mine. I'll just fix it. Okay, go ahead. All right. So during the during the game awards, we got to see Sonic the Hedgehog two trailer come out. We got to see the home tails. Got to see a man with a black Air Force energy knuckles getting manipulated by Doctor Eggman. So I, <laughs> I like I like what they were doing with the movie. I like it. I think it's gonna build off. It's gonna go like how the games are. So you got Sonic, then you got Sonic Two with the Sonic and Knuckles, and then meet um that's the Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic and Tails, and then they meet end up meeting Knuckles, Sonic and Knuckles fight. That's how I think it's gonna end up going. <laughs> Dorian thinks yeah. it's gonna be trash. Nah, man. 
Oh, Dorian's a hater. The first movie was pretty good. Dorian, you're a hater. The first one was pretty good, man. First movie was like one of the best video games. The only only thing they got criticized about was the ugly behind um Sonic creature. I can't even call that Sonic, but creature. Oh, the first version, the first trailer. Yeah, yeah. Then they fixed it. Scaring kids. They was like, oh, we gotta change this. (laughs) Good thing about this one is, of course, Jim Carrey's coming back. That's gonna be oh cool. Uh, we got Knuckles confirmed, of course, by uh, Alger's Elba. Then we got Tails confirmed. That person. Actor is actually voiced up. <coughs> Other hair. Hair that was pretty dope, and Knuckles was dope back. Expecting good um, box office now. Um. It'll be interesting to see as much compared to the first one, but it's gonna do, especially with thoughts Sonic Two. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a few quick thoughts. Um, I love Sonic. Uh, it was one of my favorite uh universes kid so i still haven't seen the first one but um i know my little brothers they fucked with it quite a bit and um i heard a lot of good things about it so i, I have to make some time to watch the first one but i'm, I'm already excited to see the second one and knuckles is a good addition uh, um swift says something about um he been him being manipulated by eggman so hopefully there's um i would like to see i don't know how much they're doing already but i would like to see them you know, uh, add some of the Archie comic storylines in there because they had some really good ones um, pertaining to Knuckles being deceived by Eggman and, and how that affected his relationship with Sonic. So I would like to see that. Um, but again, I don't know what they're doing at all. I'm completely out of the loop. Oh, and I like Idris. I like him for the uh, the casting of Knuckles. He's one of the only few masculine Black actors out here. Um, when I say masculine, I mean like he hasn't done anything you know, crazy to his image. So I think that uh, they couldn't have found a better guy. Lawrence, Sonic 2. Um, I think it'll be good. I mean, the first one did really well. Um, as far as it goes for Idris Elba, um, from from what I read um, yesterday or the day before, the the producer and the director of the movie said he nailed Knuckles. I mean, they said they couldn't have done better um so that's a good sign um but um but yeah but outside of that i i I think it'll do okay now whether or not it does the same as the first well no sequel does as good as the first that i'm aware of um well unless you're talking about terminator 2 but um but uh but uh yeah i I think it'll be fine give you some more uh more that stuff million Budget was five million, wide twenty million, pretty well. As a video game based uh, film, the first one, the numbers that yeah. this hopefully crack could get close to, or even surpass it. Hopefully, we'll see. Well, I think I I, I think a big part of of the first one being successful is um I'm sorry I can't remember who brought it up earlier, but that original design they had and how it was just hot trash 
and then the fans spoke out and then they went back and they made corrections and i think that told the fans that okay these guys are serious about putting out a you know a movie that that we want that we like so i think that helped a lot too mm -hmm. uh any thoughts uh, omega um let's see i definitely enjoyed the first one it was off the chain um the writing the story um little even twist at the end it was it was cool so i i really look forward into uh seeing sonic too and especially they you know they're adding they're adding knuckles and tails especially for some reason knuckles knuckles always seemed like the the i don't know if they did the rival thing or just the you know I don't need your help kind of thing. I do my own thing, kind of protect kind of thing. But, you know, Sonic is all about, you know, hey, friends and family, you know. It, I, I like the schism between them both on that, but um, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I, I really look forward to seeing where, well, I'm pretty sure they're going to have it in there, where scenes of tails flying up, up uh, airplane even though he has the ability to fly this guy wants to fly a machine so it's kind of kind of cool kind of uh wonder and see what they do with all that so we'll have to see when it comes out we'll definitely cover it on the podcast next year we'll definitely cover it uh -huh. Um, next up, Demon Slayer's latest season comes on criticism. Go ahead, Adil. Hello? Yeah. Okay, there we go. I don't know why the streamer takes forever to unmute. Um, yeah, so Demon Slayer. Uh, I'm just going to report the news on this one because I haven't seen Demon Slayer. I just thought it'd be interesting and I was um, thought it'd be cool to get you guys' dialogue. But um, before the second season premiered of Demon Slayer, um, a lot of parents voiced concerns about the upcoming plot uh, being set up in a red zone with multiple brothels, uh, environments that Japanese parents want their children to stay out of. And so um, when the latest season started broadcasting a week ago, uh, there was a lot of criticism from fans for those reasons, as well as other reasons such as violence, uh, characters having multiple wives, and spanking was also being shown. And so to avoid criticism, uh, the anime production committee changed the name of the arc from Red Light District to Entertainment District. Um, but it doesn't stop there. In the hour-long first episode, um, like I said, the character had three wives, and um, there was a, launch, a bunch of criticism against the series for showing polygamy, discrimination against women, and... Um, you know, people were saying that they wanted to vomit and there was just great stirs uh, all over Twitter, you know, Japanese Twitter, and things were just spreading like a wildfire. And, you know, everyone was getting, um, I don't want to say attacked, but there was a bunch of a bunch of backlash in that regard. And some people even were saying that uh, they were calling it a form of sexual harassment and um, saying that sexual harassment was in the in the show. And um, a lot of people saying that this is why the season wasn't this good. And 
Yeah, they're just facing a lot of criticism, a lot of complaints, too many scenes of bloodshed, too many scenes of cruelty. People were uncomfortable with seeing people being eaten, arms being torn off, and, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So they're they're looking to um, they're looking to change some of the broadcasting. Like it may become a PG thirteen show. It may be put later in the day being broadcast, and that could affect some of the monetary assets that you know the Demon Slayer produces. So which could also affect where it goes in the future. So. I just watched this episode today, and definitely check it out if you missed it. But it, with my reaction, I'm glad that this start the season. Uh, this did not start the arc. The episode was like mainly humor and like those things you already mentioned. Um, was a bit kind of cringe. A lot of cringy parts. I'm like, oh, those are the main characters. Yes, girls. Are. All right, so this is what we're doing. Um, glad they didn't start this off. Start, came at this dark that episode. First episode so far, really. Um, so far, that's my thoughts on that. Um, but isn't this a uh, this is a shonen, right? This is not insane, right? It's a shonen. Yep. Okay, so maybe that's why they're complaining. And if it was a saning. Think they would complain? I don't think so. Shannon is a what eighteen to forty market. Yeah, more. So I don't think so. So that's why. Oh, go figure. Figure that they didn't like it. I didn't know that. Um, still, the first episode's better, but yeah, they might have to censor a couple things. And this kind of relates to what happened with uh, Worlds and Harem. First episode came out, and then you know people were kind of like, "What the hell?" This is a bit much. A lot of nudity and stuff like that, and it made it got to the point where they had to delay uh, World's End Harem to next year because um, those happen. It's not the first time this has happened. That's my thoughts. Anything, uh, Swift? I mean, like, I'll, I'm gonna be honest. Some of them being a little bit sensitive or over the top. Me, I, I read some of the comments under some videos with um. I think his name's Tengen, the dude with the drip. I'm talking <laughs> with the multiple wise. Yeah, yeah. If you go down on YouTube, you look at some, all of them are just making fun of it. Most of them are just having jokes about it. For the most part. That's his character. Anytime you deviate from the manga, people are going to complain no matter, <laughs> no matter what. Same with, um, them saying, oh, there's too much bloodshed, yada, 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 people are getting their heads eaten off, blah, blah. I mean, the show's called Demon Slayer. Yeah, right. What do you expect? Hey. It's, called, it's called Demon Slayer. So, you're upset about gory stuff in the show called Demon Slayer. That's just not going to work. So, uh, if it's me, I'm keeping everything original. Yeah, I agree. I would definitely not change. Um, what do you think, uh, Lawrence? Uh, I th I I think it's gatekeepers and PC people at their best as usual. I mean, like 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 he just said, it's called Demon Slayer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else you were expecting. I mean, it's, it's not like you were watching Rainbow Bright, but okay. 
anything uh, mega? Mega? Are you there? Um, Go ahead. I gotta stop saying no. <laughs> uh, I don't. I I think it's just. I don't know. Like I'm. It's called Demon Slayer. What do you, what do you expect? I, I just RG like can you please stop eating people or not? It, it's uh, I don't know. I, I'm desensitized a lot to a lot of violence. <laughs> but I mean, come on. I, you know I, I think it's just something that just just don't watch it then, you know? Like yeah. Maybe they should call it Demon Hugger. Yeah, well, like, are we gonna yeah. hug the demons well, to death? Like, yeah. a, like, just hug them tighter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we're talking about bean counters here, man. I mean, again, the show is called Demon Slayer. It's gonna be bloody. It's gonna be gory. Why are you concerned about somebody's multiple wives in a fictional universe? Is you know, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Like it's, they're just being counted. Yeah, I mean, they're I just, they're just I mean, he got it like that, bro. He got it like polyamory that. Polyamory or whatever <laughs> that poly crap is. It, I thought it's trending. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they got like a, what is it? Shows a uh, sister wives and yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, even if he wasn't married and he just had a whole bunch of girlfriends, somebody would complain and say he's a misogynist. It, does, it doesn't make a difference. They just, like I said, they're just being counted. And I guarantee you. I guarantee you, most people complaining about this specifically don't watch it. Watch Demon Slayer. Don't even watch don't it. Don't even watch it. They seen, <laughs> yeah. They seen one guy that's fit with two women and went eight wall. I, you know, yep. I, I don't get it. But but that's but that uh, yeah. but that concept that concept and those people have permeated pop culture across the board. I mean, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can complain about. Superman, Wonder Woman, Terminator, Charlie's Eight, whatever it is, it doesn't make a difference. Whatever you get, but there's there's always people who are complaining about it, and they're not even fans, not even close. And and this is the thing, folklore wise, demons eat humans. Yes, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. We're delicatessen. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we're, we're we're crunchy and we taste good with ketchup. That's all that is. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, that's, they put that's mayonnaise on soul. Yeah. I like to think I go well with paprika. <laughs> ah, wait, no, 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 no. If we're gonna go this route, it, 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 it's, it's either gonna be a barbecue sauce or mustard. We're not, we're not going mayo. I can't do that. I'm, I am not dying in mayo. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he know. gonna start Soul fighting like, like a demon uh, slayer. <laughs> Soul seems like a dry rub kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe lemon pepper. Oh. I think Swift is more cinnamon. So know what sauce is, bro. So know what sauce is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said a dry rub. You gotta cook Swift like a uh, like a cinnamon and nutmeg. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're in the second hour now. <clears throat> are we are we breaking or, or put or pushing through? Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we got one more main one. Rapid fire, and we're done. Okay, cool. Uh, 
You know what? We should probably cover the main one. Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Article. My Negro senses are tingling. <laughs> I think this is from you, uh, right, Swift? Go ahead. Yep. Yes, sir. We got my boy Miles back in action. Whoa, whoa. And actually, dang, I can't. It's called it's called Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, and this is part one. So you already know they're about to have multiple parts to it. So you already know it's gonna be fire. They're bringing back on um, Spider Gwen. I think they're bringing back on um, this is the original Spider, the original Peter Parker. I don't know how. I could be wrong about that though. I know they got the little pig too. So wherever, wherever they're going, <laughs> it's gonna be good. Spider Man. So yeah. So the trailer came out I think last week along with Morbius, Empire. Both got trailers. Um, this came out like last Saturday. Um, it looks really good. The first one did really budget ninety million worldwide, almost four hundred million. Um, of course, guess what? And if it's part one, which I didn't really notice, and yeah, they're probably gonna have another part two, maybe in the same year next year. I don't know, maybe. But uh, yep, first one did good. Will do good. A lot of people watch it. That's pretty much my thoughts. Anything, uh, ideas on Spider Verse? Uh, no, other than I am goddamn excited for it. Uh, the only Marvel character I seem to follow is Spider Man, and uh, Into the Spider Verse was uh, the first one was the best superhero film of the decade, in my opinion. So and I, and I knew instantly, like leaving the theater, that there was going to be a sequel, even before the end credit scene. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. If they have the character they tease at the end of it, you know, Spider-Man 2099, that's where they're going. I would like to see that and how it unfolds and how he oh, yeah, they do the characters. And then, um, not to digress, but um, as, as a DC guy, I would like to see a movie with all the Robins. So, I mean... I don't know. I would like to see the Spider Verse continue to kick ass and influence the rest of of movies, period, animated or live action, and push the boundaries. So they took um they took uh, so many different Spider Man comics and made it a good thing. So I think if um they do good with this one, I would like to see a shift in how movies are produced. Yeah. Thing, Lawrence, did you see the trailer? Did you see, and did you see the that, first movie? Oh, I definitely saw the first movie. I saw it with the family. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Looking forward to this one. I haven't seen the trailer, but I'm looking forward to this. Your uh, thoughts on this? Oh, just the normal man. I hope it's good, and you know, I hope it's as good as the first one. And and like I said, if if they stick with the same team and the same crew and and keep everything the same as it was before, man, uh, yo, I'm I'm first in line. I'm first. I'm 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 first in line. I mean, I will literally throw my won't won't go opening day theory out the window for this. 
it was I, I i really enjoyed it that much the entire family did not a single person in my house did not enjoy it hey what do you think about spider uh, spider verse 2 i am freaking stoked about it man um the first one was amazing story visual everything was awesome about it um this one i'm looking toward to actually seeing uh different spider-mans i actually seen one trailer i don't know if it was just like a short but i know that they have spider-man uh 2099 in yeah. it which looks so dope it even included his uh uh, like a portion of the uh, Spider-Man 2099 uh, 90s uh, cartoon that aired on Fox. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, oh, snap. Like, uh, okay. it, his, he just looks so dope. So, yeah. So, so, like, so, uh, so that's what the tra- so that what, that's what the trailer is about. Miguel is in the second one? Yeah, Miguel is nice. in the second one. Nice. Yeah, and okay. I, I just I'm thought to myself. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm definitely I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, if Spider Gwen's gonna be in it, and we have a couple other Spider Mans that were in the first one, will we see Spider Man that were actually like during the clone arc of Spider Man now introduced to Miles Morales? Are you talking about you talking about you talking about Ben Riley? Yeah, like will, oh. will we see Ben Riley? Will we see like Kane. maybe even Kane? Kane yeah, you Kane, know, yeah. I, I don't know they if they will go that far, but um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. So, and yeah. man, like I said, Miguel and Miles is in it. I'm I'm there, man. I'm there. I I didn't know the trailer showed Miguel. I did not know that. I'm definitely. There. Oh yeah, like uh, I I don't know if it's part. Of, Maybe Soul Provider knows. Is that part of a trailer, or is that another, like, just clip that they've been showing? No, it's a full trailer. Trailer. Okay, okay. it's a full trailer. So, so, so here's my question, just real quick. So, doing doing this one with Into the Spider Verse uh, uh, sequel, you, do you think Marvel's overdoing it with the multiverse thing? Because they're starting. Because of course they're bringing it into live action stuff. You think it's overkill? Good question, man, because the way phase four is going very dependent. I would say so far phase four is pretty Thank she being okay, but I think they're relying a bit too much on Spider Man. That's what it's looking yeah. like. Like they want that to be the home run. Getting little bases with um Loki, you know on division. Multiverse keeps getting mentioned so now and talking about Kang the Conqueror and he's gonna be appearing in all these other different movies. But, right. Uh, home right. run's gonna be Spider-Man though. That, that's what they're really trying to rely on and connecting this to what we're just talking about. Um Tom Holland has been talking he's been talking a lot. I mean he's been <laughs> yeah. first he well, said, he always helped. Well, he always had that problem. First, he said, "Oh well, he he may retire. Not sure about acting." Then he says, "Oh well, I'm gonna do the fourth installment of Spider-Man." So, I mean, kind of all over the place. I guess he's just interview Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, obviously, what they're going to do, because we know that Venom 3 got announced, by the way. Venom 3 got announced. We know that they want to do a Venom and a Spider-Man movie based on spoilers. But, you know, I'm not going to tell you what happened to Venom 2 if you didn't watch it, but they're connected now. Because of the multiverse, right? So, everyone's connected yeah. now. Everyone's connected. Uh, so, that's going to happen. But, you know, then on the other side, you know, there's, you know, Tom Holland says that, you know, you can't do Spider-Man forever. That's a very, that's a valid point, because he's young, you know. He can't be, he can't be 40, you know, with a Spider-Man movie. That doesn't make sense. You know? yeah, he's going to have to get yeah. new acting. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think that, I think, I think that's one of the reasons they introduced the multiverse, because they can start doing kind of like what England does with James Bond and Doctor Who. You know, you can just keep jumping with different actors without affecting anything, at least not on a major basis. But but like I said, I was curious because, like I said, between WandaVision, um, the Spider-Man movie coming out, the Spider-Verse that we're looking at now, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like I said, I, I just wondered if they're, over, they're starting to, you know, overkill with, with the multiverse. I mean, we get it. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But... They they're dropping a lot of stuff with them with with alternate versions of their characters. After a certain point in time, is it? I would I would assume, like the comics, the movies would start to do the same thing with confusing people on who's who. Right. You right. Know, the way this multiverse is sounding, it's like dead people could come back from different different uh, dimensions, and different worlds. Right. Basically. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Different realities. You died in the, oh well, you know. So this could be uh, another no, way to switch up, uh, you know, switch up the Spider-Man to uh, on the Miles Morales. They up and get a do. No, we know a new uh, Iron Man's coming. Iron Heart, I think, is coming. Young Avengers are coming. Apparently, mm-hmm. and um, in, huh? and in March, in March, they're launching a new comic called Captain Carter from the What If animated series. Oh yeah, I heard. So yeah, so that that launches in March. So I mean, I mean they're they're really going all in on the multiverse thing. But like I said, it's the same thing that happens in comics. When you keep doing alternate realities and reboots and reboots, you start getting people confused on who's who and how what plays, and then it becomes the storyline becomes overly convoluted, and you start losing people. You know, it's 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 like it's like when some of us sit down and we talk a lot, and we, when we're talking about comics you guys are talking about this character and I'm talking about this character to realize that the character I'm talking about is from 1980, <laughs> but, but we're talking about the same character, just a different reality. And if you don't, if you got the casual viewer, which is who goes to the movies, they're not really into it the way we are. They could get confused real easy. We, we do it ourselves among each other when we have to figure out who's talking about what. So that's why I was asking if the multiverse thing might be, they might be getting a little out of hand and it might start throwing things off a little bit. No, that's a good question, and it made it uh, other thing to talk about. So now we're at the rapid uh, fire. I'm gonna be throwing a lot of random shit at you. Uh, but first of all, we got the. It will be a restock of the PS5 coming on December seventeenth. <laughs> Only took them a year. Make sure to write <laughs> that down. Seventeenth. I mean, I gotta bust up and get one. Yeah, so that's <laughs> next week, people. Next week, you can get and a make PS5. Sure I'll buy a lot of them so you can resell it. Look, look at resell look at it. One. Really? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But yeah, hey, man, PS5's I'm just being coming. honest. Um, Shout out to Cool. 
uh, we got uh, so Dragon Age Four. There will be Dragon Age Four coming, uh, and maybe adding multiplayer to that, along with Witcher Four coming, and add multiplayer. Well, those games are coming. Can't wait for Dragon Age. Dragon Age is a really cool RPG. Of course, Witcher. Another great. Three did really. I think Witcher Three is actually on Switch now. It's on all consoles now, so those are coming. Uh, I don't know when, but they're coming. Um, another random rapid fire. Uh, next week also, the Witcher season two on Netflix is definitely excited about that. Did anyone watch uh, Witcher season one? I did. Well, I mean. Yeah, I watched uh, Witcher season one. It was re- it was really good. I heard it was. I've got it saved. I just haven't gotten to it yet. But I, I haven't come across anybody who didn't like it. Yeah, Henry Campbell. I think he nailed it. But the story itself, it, it was really good too. Man, tell me they did not do him an injustice with his portrayal of Superman. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, he need no. Nah, I mean, see. He, he was a good Superman. He needed better writers. He really did, man. Oh yeah, really I, I love, I love Man's. Oh yeah, that was yeah, fun. yeah. Especially, the, especially the stuff on Krypton. That was wicked. I, I enjoyed every piece of that. I, I, I could have did a movie on that alone, but, um, but like I said, he, he was really good. He was, he was better than people, people give him credit for. He just, he just had weak dialogue, man, and weak direction. Also, mm-hmm. I just, Lawrence, do you think that um? Do you think that the DCU should have took more influence from, like, Earth-1? No, I think the DC universe should have taken its cue from the DC animated series. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm not talking about the director, the DVD movies. I'm talking about, like, the Justice League cartoon show, Justice League Unlimited, that kind of thing. The only DCU, in my opinion. Exactly. Agreed. Because that, that's, that's one of the main problems, because... DC, or at least the producers anyway, fail to understand that the DC universe was never meant to be copied like Marvel. It's a totally different reality, totally different world. Characters are supposed to be bright, heroic. It's something they supposed to we're supposed to aspire to, not not emo Superman. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, agree. You know, like that, uh, like Cyborg's portrayal. Uh, I hated it. So, oh, that was Cyborg. Horrible. He always wore his um his tragic backstory, quote unquote, as like a badge of honor. It's like I earned my powers. Yeah. But you know, now nah, he was an emo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, all of them were really. But I'm 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 sorry, Soul. Uh, you wanted the rapid fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah, rapid. All right, next. Uh, Toei continues dishing out copyright claims on YouTube. Uh, so for not total mark. Oh, totally not mark. He does a lot of uh, One Piece, Dragon Ball content. Animation came at him hard. Copyright claims on his video. Just a lot of reviews, like very focused, heavy editing. That's a whole, all that shit. So, problem is his content. Dragon Ball targeted some weird reason. One Piece targeted. Um. So that's why you know I think a lot of people stop doing One Piece content because. Coming at you, and Dragon Ball ever 
especially with if Dragon Ball Super or Dragon Ball Hero comes out, yeah, you may not see a lot of people do content on it. It's always going to be kind of nuke people, channels and shit. You know, 150 claims is not easy. You get three copyright strikes and you're out, basically. And you can there's you can appeal, but to appeal to 150 claims, that's uh that's a lot. Lots. Uh, yep. One Piece, Dragon Ball. One to be avoided, but anyway, people want to cover it. They should cover it. Feel bad for the Dragon Ball. They're really risking it. Really risk cover hundred percent. Uh, what else I got? So, uh, Kaiju number eight also uh, celebrates his five million copies milestone. Shout out to Kaiju number eight. I think it's doing pretty well. I can't wait for that. I'm an anime. Uh, developer from Metroid Dread is working on Arc Fantasy RPG. Metroid Dread came out. What is it? October? October or November? But uh, Omega. You gotta leave. Alright, but yeah. <laughs> <You're> taking a <laughs> nap. <laughs> I wasn't sure that was I wasn't sure. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I ain't no. Oh my god. It's time to wrap it hey, up. He's pulling another um, Street Fighter. He's pulling Street Fighter right now. So. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll, we, yeah we'll, we'll wrap it up. But yeah, the last news was Kaiju number 8. Good sale. Uh, shout out to uh, J-Wolf. What's going on, bro? Um, I saw Iori. What's going on? Uh, curls with the curls. What's, What's going on? Good What's up? What's good black braids. But yeah, uh, this, we'll sum it up. This is episode two. Like I said, for episode three, it'll be after Spider-Man No Way Home comes out. So we will be doing like a little quick um, non-spoiler review during episode three for Spider-Man No Way Home. Definitely recommend you check it out. Might be talking about Witcher season two as well. Um, you have you want us to cover something? Just oh, email me. Fire speak. Um, cover. If you think. A lot of shit that we covered, so we can't cover everything. Cover everything in five seven. You can uh, watch us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for episode two. We'll see you guys. Uh, probably end of December. So the next episode will be like kind of like right after Christmas. Right after Christmas. So like New Year's? No, on the 26th. For New Year's, right? No, no, no. You're awake, Omega? You're awake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the 20th. <laughs> it's, it's the day after Christmas. Yeah, the, 20, the 26th. 26. I, was, 26. Yeah. I, was being a, I was being a wiggly tough. Alright. Are you gonna... Are you gonna um, <laughs> So, I'll, well, you know what? I'll wait till we're done. I can ask that in the back. Yeah, chat. yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. All right, guys. All right. Uh, peace out, guys, and have a good rest. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later... Who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you.
Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Hadouken! Energy power. Your soul is mine. You seem to be well grounded in the case files, Detective. Fourth o'clock! Tyrannosaurus! The soul is mine. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. Yummy got it! But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Always winterize your pants. Your soul is mine. By your powers combined. You seem to be well grounded in the case file, Detective. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am <laughs> from eating all of this stuff.